What if the work in your school was meaningful? Students were completely absorbed by their work. Teachers completely absorbed into their work. Extreme engagement in teams. Principals who played. Communities that commit. That is meaningful work. Hey, this is Matt, and you're listening to the Math Boss Mashup. This is episode five, and today we're talking meaningful work. Thanks for listening. I'm deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me. Let's get started on a topic called workplace envy. It happens in schools where teachers are driven by success, and that's a good thing. Then the envy part is not. Envy disrupts teams. It undermines long-term school performance. In toxic cultures, envy persists. It is the distress that we feel when others succeed, when you perceive that you don't have a fair shot. Workplace envy is hard to admit. It's even harder to manage as the school leader. But if it persists, self-respect suffers. Self-sabotage is likely. Tensions tangles teamwork and work becomes meaningless. And meaningless work is the enemy of schools. It's the enemy of learning. Picture with me a group of three youngsters playing in the sand. Their minds are absorbed by their play. Their work, so to speak, captures their whole energy and attention. To them, there is no thought of distraction. The work is the play. Jeff Springer is the name of a former principal whom I recently met who's currently completing his doctoral studies in the area of transformative leadership, and he's exploring the concept of play. Part of his work focuses on beyond the drive for food and sleep. Play, biologically speaking, is our greatest drive. His work is looking into how creativity and engagement diminishes when we are deprived of play. And he's looking into the idea of how play can transform campuses, how play can create innovative leadership in principles. He's also looking into how play can provide a culture of creativity. Maybe you're familiar with the work of Mihai Chitsamihai. A researcher who talks about the idea of flow. Flow is the idea that when your mind is so completely absorbed in what you're doing, you become creative. Works of genius are available. Learning is fluid and a natural production of what you are engaged with. Distraction interrupts flow and it may take hours to recover the state of mind that we have to get into to do the work. It requires us to lose ourselves in a task. When we are in flow, we do not usually feel happy per se, for the simple reason that we really are not aware of ourselves in a state of flow. The work that we're engaged with is the only focus. When we get out of a state of flow, there's a sensation of happiness, a sensation of we've indulged in something meaningful. 
The next time you're at a meeting with other principals and you're given an assignment or a series of forms to transmit to your campuses, ask yourself, how many of those principals are completely absorbed in this work? Next time you're on campus and you're given work to your teachers, ask yourself, how many of them actually say that this is a waste of time? And then again, go into the classroom. And when observing students, how many of them are actually absorbed in the work that they're doing? Meaningful work requires a state of flow. It requires play. It requires absorption by the work because the work itself is creative, it's innovative, and it matters to someone in our lives. How then do we have meaningful work in schools? First, let us see that it is arrogance that says schools are meaningful. Just because we are an institution that has a meaningful charge, it does not mean that we do meaningful work. Our meaningful charge could be undercut by the meaningless work that we do day in and day out. If out of six hours of a student's day, they are engaged in only six minutes of meaningful work, we have not fulfilled the charge. So then, how do we do meaningful work in classrooms, in teacher teams, in leadership teams? Let's end with a quote from one of my favorite authors of the 20th century, Alfred North Whitehead. I wish to make the point that the unimportance, indeed the evil of barren knowledge, the importance of knowledge lies in its use, in our active mastery of it, that is to say, in meaningful work. The human mind rejects knowledge imparted. The craving for expansion, for activity, inherent in youth, is disgusted by a dry imposition of disciplined knowledge. The discipline, when it comes, should satisfy a natural craving for the wisdom that adds to bare experience. Hey there, and thanks for listening to episode five. If you'd like to reach out to Jeff Springer and learn more about his research, you can tweet him at Cultivating Play or email Jeff at cultivatingplay.org. I don't want to leave you just yet. If you have not seen the long form blog posts that I do each month, you can check them out at mathfost.wordpress.com. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this, share it with a friend, pass it along. I hope that you find your place to play, your place of flow, and to inspire others to do the same, to engage in meaningful work.